Today is March 22nd. I'm Serena, and welcome to the Seven Streams Bible Reading Method. We are in the prophetic stream today, reading from the book of Isaiah. We'll be covering Isaiah chapters 43 through 45. We're reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible this week. And thank you for joining me as we read Isaiah chapter 43. Now this is what the Lord says, The one who created you, Jacob, and the one who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. I will be with you when you pass through the waters. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. You will not be scorched when you walk through the fire and the flame will not burn you. For I, Yahweh, your God, the Holy One of Israel and your Savior, give Egypt as a ransom for you, Cush and Seba in your place, because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. I will give people in exchange for you and nations instead of your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone called by my name and created for my glory. I have formed him, indeed I have made him. Bring out a people who are blind, yet have eyes, and are deaf, yet have ears. All the nations are gathered together, and all the peoples are assembled. Who among them can declare this, and tell us the former things? Let them present their witnesses to vindicate themselves, so that people may hear and say, It is true. You are my witnesses. This is the Lord's declaration. And my servant whom I have chosen so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. No God was formed before me, and there will be none after me. I, I am Yahweh, and there is no other Savior but me. I alone declared, saved, and proclaimed, and not some foreign God among you. So you are my witnesses, This is the Lord's declaration, and I am God. Also, from today on, I am He alone, and none can deliver from my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel says. Because of you, I will send to Babylon and bring all of them as fugitives, even the Chaldeans and the ships in which they rejoice. I am Yahweh, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. This is what the Lord says, who makes a way in the sea and a path through surging waters, who brings out the chariot and horse, the army and the mighty one together. They lie down, they do not rise again. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old. Look, 
I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The animals of the field will honor me, jackals and ostriches, because I provide water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people. The people I formed for myself will declare my praise. But Jacob, you have not called on me, because Israel, you have become weary of me. You have not brought me your sheep for burnt offerings or honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings or wearied you with incense. You have not bought me aromatic cane with silver or satisfied me with the fat of your sacrifices. But you have burdened me with your sins. You have wearied me with your iniquities. It is I who sweep away your transgressions for my own sake and remember your sins no more. Take me to court. Let us argue our case together. State your case so that you may be vindicated. Your first father sinned, and your mediators have rebelled against me. So I defiled the officers of the sanctuary and set Jacob apart for destruction and Israel for abuse. And now listen, Jacob, my servant, Israel, whom I have chosen. This is the word of the Lord, your maker who formed you from the womb. He will help you. Do not fear. Jacob is my servant. I have chosen Jeshurun. For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. They will sprout among the grass like poplars by flowing streams. This one will say, I am the Lord's. Another will call himself by the name of Jacob. Still another will write on his hand, the Lord's, and name himself by the name of Israel. This is what the Lord, the King of Israel and its Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, says, I am the first and I am the last. There is no God but me. Who, like me, can announce the future? Let him say so and make a case before me, since I have established an ancient people. Let these gods declare the coming things and what will take place. Do not be startled or afraid. Have I not told you and declared it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God but me? There is no other rock. I do not know any. All who make idols are nothing, and what they treasure does not profit. Their witnesses do not see or know anything, so they will be put to shame. Who makes a god or casts a metal image for no profit? Look, all its worshipers will be put to shame, and the craftsmen are humans. They all will assemble and stand they all will be startled and put to shame. The iron worker labors over the coals, shapes the idol with hammers, and works it with his strong arm. Also, he grows hungry and his strength fails. He doesn't drink water and is faint. The woodworker stretches out a measuring line. He outlines it with a stylus, he shapes it with chisels, and outlines it with a compass. 
He makes it according to a human likeness, like a beautiful person, to dwell in a temple. He cuts down cedars for his use, or he takes a cypress or an oak. He lets it grow strong among the trees of the forest. He plants a laurel, and the rain makes it grow. It serves as fuel for man. He takes some of it and warms himself. Also, he kindles a fire and bakes bread. He even makes it into a god and worships it. He makes an idol from it and bows down to it. He burns half of it in a fire, and he roasts meat on that half. He eats the roast and is satisfied. He warms himself and says, Ah, I am warm. I see the blaze. He makes a god or his idol with the rest of it. He bows down to it and worships. He prays to it, Save me, for you are my God. Such people do not comprehend and cannot understand, for he has shut their eyes so they cannot see, and their minds so they cannot understand. No one reflects. No one has the perception or insight to say, I burned half of it in the fire. I also baked bread on its coals. I roasted meat and ate. I will make something detestable with the rest of it, and I will bow down to a block of wood. He feeds on ashes. His deceived mind has led him astray, and he cannot deliver himself or say, Isn't there a lie in my right hand? Remember these things, Jacob and Israel, for you are my servant. I formed you. You are my servant. Israel, you will never be forgotten by me. I have swept away your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Rejoice, heavens, for the Lord has acted. Shout, depths of the earth. Break out in singing, mountains, forest, and every tree in it. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and glorifies himself through Israel. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, who formed you from the womb, says. I am Yahweh, who made everything, who stretched out the heavens by myself, who alone spread out the earth, who destroys the omens of the false prophets and makes fools of diviners, who confounds the wise and makes their knowledge foolishness, who confirms the message of his servant and fulfills the counsel of his messengers, who says to Jerusalem, she will be inhabited, and to the cities of Judah, they will be rebuilt, and I will restore her ruins, who says to the depths of the sea, be dry, and I will dry up your rivers, who says to Cyrus, my shepherd, he will fulfill all my pleasure, and says to Jerusalem, she will be rebuilt, and of the temple, its foundation will be laid. The Lord says this to Cyrus, his anointed, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him, to disarm kings, to open the doors before him, and the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and level the uneven places. I will shatter the bronze doors and cut the iron bars in two. 
I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches from secret places, so that you may know that I, Yahweh, the God of Israel, calls you by your name. I call you by your name because of Jacob, my servant, and Israel, my chosen one. I give a name to you, though you do not know me. I am Yahweh, and there is no other. There is no God but me. I will strengthen you, though you do not know me, so that all may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there was no one but me. I am Yahweh, and there is no other. I form light and create darkness. I make success and create disaster. I, Yahweh, do all these things. Heavens, sprinkle from above, and let the skies shower righteousness. Let the earth open up, so that salvation will sprout and righteousness will spring up with it. I, Yahweh, have created it. Woe to the one who argues with his Maker, one clay pot among many. Does clay say to the one forming it, What are you making? Or does your work say, He has no hands? How absurd is the one who says to his father, What are you fathering? Or to his mother, What are you giving birth to? This is what the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and its Maker, says. Ask me what is to happen to my sons, and instruct me about the work of my hands. I made the earth and created man on it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens, and I commanded all their host. I have raised him up in righteousness, and will level all roads for him. He will rebuild my city and set my exiles free, not for a price or a bribe, says the Lord of hosts. This is what the Lord says, the products of Egypt and the merchandise of Cush and the Sabaeans, men of stature, will come over to you and will be yours. They will follow you. They will come over in chains and bow down to you. They will confess to you, God is indeed with you and there is no other. There is no other God. Yes, you are a God who hides himself, God of Israel, Savior. All of them are put to shame, even humiliated. The makers of idols go in humiliation together. Israel will be saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. You will not be put to shame or humiliated for all eternity. For this is what the Lord says, God is the creator of the heavens. He formed the earth and made it. He established it. He did not create it to be empty, but formed it to be inhabited. I am Yahweh, and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret, somewhere in a land of darkness. I did not say to the descendants of Jacob, Seek me in a wasteland. I, Yahweh, speak truthfully. I say what is right. Come, gather together, and draw near, you fugitives of the nations. 
those who carry their wooden idols and pray to a God who cannot save have no knowledge. Speak up and present your case. Yes, let them take counsel together. Who predicted this long ago? Who announced it from ancient times? Was it not I, Yahweh? There is no other God but me, a righteous God and Savior. There is no one except me. Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. By myself I have sworn. Truth has gone from my mouth, a word that will not be revoked. Every knee will bow to me, every tongue will swear allegiance. It will be said to me, Righteousness and strength is only in the Lord. All who are enraged against him will come to him and be put to shame. All the descendants of Israel will be justified and find glory through the Lord. Heavenly Father, we are indeed amazed again at your wisdom, at your love, at the caring that you pour out upon us. You are the one who showers gifts from heaven. You are our rock. We thank you for all that you have poured out for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Chapter 43 is a chapter that talks about the manifold care that God affords to his chosen nation. Even though they've sinned greatly and they've really been disobedient, they're still God's possession, and God is going to do what God is going to do. The punishment does not change the fact that God is gracious and will restore. He does this because of who He is, for no other reason. Grace is a major factor that is revealed over and over in the New Testament, and this is a core factor of, what, of who God is. God does this to demonstrate to the whole world that God is the only true God. The symbolism in this chapter is rich and it's worth listening to again. In chapter 44, the heartwarming highlights in this chapter have echoed for God's people as the finest prose. Verse 3, I will pour water on thirsty land. I will pour out my spirit on your descendants. Verse 6, I am the first and I am the last. Isaiah goes on a protracted description of how foolish it is to have anything to do with idols, to make them, to bow to them, to worship them, to expect anything from them. This idolatry and the bashing of it is a theme that Isaiah reserves as a favorite, and he delivers it with relish again here. From here to the end of chapter 45, Isaiah speaks in prediction of Israel returning from exile and rebuilding during the time that Cyrus is alive and ruling as the king of Persia. Isaiah is saying this and calling out matters by name a century or more before it, Cyrus is even born. 
Isaiah is sterling in his assignment to portray these two matters with the clarity that he does. Idols are foolish and meaningless, and the diviners of pagan cultures and countries are less than laughable when there is a true God who calls prophecy and calls it with perfect accuracy. It lays a background for God's people and for those of lost cultures that God is the solution in all that matters. His confidence to call a conference for nations to gather and compare their gods to the God that Isaiah speaks for testifies to the confidence that Isaiah has in who he is hearing. It also gives witness as to why the wretched King Manasseh ordered and had Isaiah executed in a worse than brutal manner. If Isaiah was wrong, would he make any wicked king nervous? Well, no. He made wicked people really nervous because he was right and true to the true God. May we be forewarned, Isaiah has it right here for us to read. We'll find out what happens next week in the book of Isaiah. SevenStreamsMethod.com is the home port for this podcast. Tomorrow we will migrate to the exile stream and find out what's happening in the book of Daniel. Know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Until tomorrow, I'm Serena, sailing with you down the seven streams.